So it makes it easier for me every time when he does. <laughs> oh, all right. Now I'll go into it in an unforced fashion. <laughs> Do it right now. Hello. And welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this very room. The official podcast of entertainment production house Tessellate. Head on over to wearetessellate.com to check out our films, our music, our reviews, and a school of other pointless distractions with which to fill your rapidly depleting lifespans. Although don't do it yet because it's not up till mid-July. <laughs> so for now, <laughs> sit on that. Uh, I'm your host, Al White. Joining me today for our very first official weekly podcast. To my left, I know what you did last summer, Alexander Chard. Thank you and good evening. To my right, honey, I shrunk the kids, Nate Hurt. Mm -hmm. Sure did. <laughs> and somewhere between them, our very special guest, The Adventures of Lava Boy and Shark Girl, Ryan Keeley herself. Why, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. How is everyone? Splendid. Splendid. You get one adjective. That's all. That's it. Okay. I'm 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 full of pizza and working on being full of beer. So the only thing that could you know perk me up is maybe a foot rub. <laughs> Next, you're on the other <laughs> side of the table. <laughs> Not gonna happen. But I'm feeling spiffing. Thank you, Al. Spiffing. I appreciate uh, the sentiment. Excellent. Uh, so, Alex. Hi. This is our very first podcast, and people might be wondering what it's all about. So I thought we should give a quick blowdown of what we're doing. <laughs> blowdown. <laughs> Are you guys down. ready to be blown blow. down? <laughs> a blow yes. by blow, low down. A blow, blow down. down. I don't have time for all those words. Okay, blow, blow down. down, yeah. Let's, um, <laughs> let's do this. I'm so ready for your blow down. Greg. Greg. Oh. <laughs> all right, Al, tell us what this podcast is all about. Um, is it that entertainment and geek stuff you were talking about earlier? It is about geek stuff. What? Um, each Tuesday, we'll have a new podcast up on our home planet website, wearetesla.com when it launches um that will be about movies about video games about what we're up to uh we'll talk a little bit more about what we actually do later we don't want to bore you with that just yet so we'll do that at the tail end uh, but for now you can head on over to moviemoments.com for the next few weeks which is where we'll be posting stuff um but everything else on social medias as we are tesla on youtube on twitter on instagram all that shit um and this will go up on itunes as well whenever they fucking choose to process it in their sweet time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll be dissecting. You allowed to say what? <laughs> Apple. You're allowed to say Apple. It's a word. Uh, yeah, we'll just be dissecting movies, games, predictions, special previews, spotlights, other scintillating tidbits. Uh, we won't be monetizing any of this stuff. There'll be no ads, no promotions, ever. Never, Never ever, ever. <laughs> no possibility to make any money whatsoever. So expect us to uh, finish this podcast <laughs> about three weeks time. Um, so let's kick off. Because we've got a lot to get through today because it's our first one and it could go disastrously wrong. <coughs> so let's, uh, oh my God. We're going oh to with So normally when we have a guest, what we're going to do is we're going to get them to say five things that we think make them up as a person. Well, but since we're all new today. Are we talking like elementally? <laughs> <laughs> what are you physically made up of? I suspect it's carbon and water, but I'm not entirely sure. That's not, well, it's not five things. We'll only take five things. That's two. No, okay. Wait, are you looking at me? Oh, it's ladies first, I guess. Yep, up, you're guys? the guest. Mm -hmm. So up? you get to kick off any five um, things. We'll things see that make me up. Um, what well, defines you? If you meet someone and they're like, I want to get an idea of who you are, five things. I usually shower, but oh. not always. Okay. Um, maybe well, if we put the nap today? schedule. I did shower today. Good. Just for you. Did not wash my hair, though. Because um, I don't care about I that much. Tell. It's true. 
It's true. Hey, I heard that this was for radio. Um, <laughs> I am an intense Magic the Gathering player. Uh, not very good, but intense. Um, and yes, I play blue. I understand what that means to everyone else. I'm working on a red deck, uh, so all you blue haters can suck it, because I can kick your ass with red as well. Um, there are some confused faces around the <laughs> I know well, exactly what you mean. No, me. I know what she means. Yeah, if you knew Al White, you would understand the lingo. I don't. I this, I played it three times. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by red and blue. Well, I don't know why here in the it. Geek Studio, I'll be hosting an event. That would be awesome. Yeah, we should do that live, and no one can watch. We'll, peris- <laughs> we'll periscope it, <laughs> and then we'll be monetizing. Um, I like to cook. I love to read. Um, I'm currently judging for the independent. Um, I'm sorry for the Geeky Awards which is the Independent Geek Culture Award Show. Um, I'm, did I mention I'm really into naps? Into, into naps. naps. I think naps. I, yeah, I think that I think was that's a... That's five, yeah. That's five. Yeah. So you said apps for a second, but naps love is much apps. better. Oh. It's because you speak the wrong English. <laughs> You're in Los Angeles now. I'm dealing with an, a Brit and an Aussie. Stop speaking ye old English now, right? <laughs> ye oldie. <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking the mother's tongue, bitch. You shut up. <laughs> All right. um, that was good that was five I want to know uh, if you enjoy cooking what's your favorite thing that you enjoy to cook I like to cook anything uh, recently That's a lot of stuff um, recently <laughs> possums just possums I've been on a 24/7. casserole kick which I know sounds weird because casseroles are so like 1970s and weird and random. And so I started looking at casserole recipes and realizing that I can swap out all of the weird canned vegetables with delicious fresh ingredients mm. and Casseroles are a delight. It's true. Just a just delight. Do you ever get dumplings in your casseroles? Dumplings? Whoa, settle dumplings? down, buddy. Wait, you can put dumplings in a casserole? Yeah. That's Wait, where do you get the, the dumplings from? Quite often. You do like. I um, see like the bready. Dumplings. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I want to kind of. Oh. Different. Not like, not like not Chinese, Chinese dumplings. I was thinking dim sum in a casserole. Yeah. No, 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 no. Put some of those pork dumplings in there. Let's not go crazy, sir. Uh, yeah, English Our dumplings. <laughs> Fuck, how do you describe English dumplings? Is it like a matzo like ball a, situation? It's like a bready, it's like a doughy. Yeah, it's a doughy oh, ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a doughy yeah. ball with some herbs and shit. Check them out. They're beautiful. For me, that's why I eat a casserole. Can you bring oh, a casserole the next time we do a podcast? Whether you're on it or not, can you just well, I have been curious about making shepherd's pie, so... Oh, very English. I, bad. Mm. I hate shepherd's pie because I'm English. And if you go to a school, that's all you, they just give you shepherd's school pie. Dinners, but they give you the worst pie. fucking shepherd's pie. And it's so amazing that it has a name pie. because it's just potato and beef. No, the shepherd's is a slam. Isn't that correct? You can that's do it. No, you, can do it with, you can do it with beef. But oh. it's the potato. My grandma only ever made, made it with beef. Well, well where's your grandma from? London. Central London. Ooh. <laughs> Central. I'm gonna need some ointment, guys. <laughs> I like how that was important. Like the closer you got to the epicenter of London, the more British she was, and the more heritage. She's like right in the middle, in the center of it all. Piccadilly surface. <laughs> all right, Nate. Five things. Um, let's see. He looks weird. He smells weird. He has no friends. <laughs> all of those are true. I I like crying to sleep each night. I was a I was a blue man. For two years. <gasps> All what? right. Did did you blew yourself? I did. I blew myself <laughs> whenever possible. <laughs> so there's that. I was a blue man. Um, uh, I think we've lost it. Have you ever considered <laughs> Tobias Funke um, cosplay with your blue man skills? You know, I get a lot of Tobias jokes and comments come through, and um, all of them I find hurtful. I think you should take no, every no, one I of don't. them as a gift. No, I do. I do. <laughs> uh, it's a divine compliment. So yeah, I was a blue man. 
Uh, what else? Is that something that defines you, though, do you think? Because like, that's something that's... Yeah, it changed my life. Really? Okay. Yeah, two years of that. Oh, yeah, changed that he blew himself a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did. It was, frequent, it was a frequent occurrence. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm a, I, I am a, uh, a filmmaker. So that's something that's going on in my life. I do that. Pretty interested in the subject of filmmaking. Yeah, you're fairly interested. Yeah, fairly interested. Okay. Think about it now and then. Dabble. Are you thinking about it right now? No. <laughs> uh, what else? Lies. Okay, so that's two. Died. Number. Okay, so that's three. Uh, four is. Uh, let's see. I. Uh, I uh, trained uh, in the theater in London, and I was uh, mentored by a gentleman named uh, Simon Russell Beale. He was an uh, influential figure in my life. He's a uh, big. Big time stage actor in London, portly fellow, lovely gentleman, and he kind of mentored me, so that was nice. And uh, fifth, fifth thing, um, let's see, uh, I should have prepared these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some I, uh, of us showed up to this party. <laughs> um, oh God, here we go. Uh, I don't know. We'll get, uh, let's open it up to the panel here. <laughs> uh, um, you wear glasses. I do. I have a I have a distinctive pair of, of eyeglasses. If, you take, if we took them off right now, he wears two monocles. <laughs> I do. <laughs> on either side. Yeah. That are holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, if you took them off, how far can you see? I could see a thousand feet. Uh, <laughs> I could see about twenty five feet. <laughs> I'd say twenty five feet, and then it's good. just a sort of you tapestry. To, you don't need to see further than that. No. How far can you see with the glasses on? Like fifty, sixty feet. Over ten thousand feet, Al. Yes. I can see very far. Maybe yeah. I should be wearing glasses. Alex, your five things. Okay, five things that are very important to me. I'm going to be as general as possible uh, because I feel this is almost like a blind date situation. I want our listeners to how get you to doing? know me over time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like how you're backing away physically while how you say that. How are you doing? <laughs> so, first thing that's important to me, family. I'm very family orientated. I have a wife. She's awesome. We make love a lot. Um, <laughs> but I also come from a very dysfunctional family. Uh, my parents divorced when I was 16. <laughs> so, you, so you punch her off. This but is that, really general. But this that, is really but general. that unit is still <laughs> very important to me. Yeah. It's strangely general. And number two. Too. Number two. Friends. I love friends. <laughs> oh, that's cool. The show or the relationship? You can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. I'm hating you a Sometimes. little bit more with each of you. <laughs> <laughs> have have all right, what's the next have one? Have I chosen <laughs> any of you? I won't say. <laughs> Secondly, food. Thirdly. Love food. Thirdly. Oh, my Thirdly. God. The you people love food? that are into Soylent Green don't like food. I love food. Greg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nate because we love eating Greg together. Mm. Uh, mm. What else Salty. do I like? The ocean. I'm from Australia. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry your accent is so ridiculous. I, it's it's got to be hard going through life with that burden. Yeah, I love like in the ocean and all that sort of stuff. Someone take the shrimp away from that man. <laughs> yeah. exactly this is not a place for a Barbie. And uh, fifth thing, it's either a toss-up between beer, a Sazerac, um, or Liverpool Football Club. <laughs> So basically the same three things. <laughs> they're, they're all three things can be enjoyed at the same time. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah so. All right. Nice. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to be general. I'm going to be quite particular. <sighs> so I'm going to go for... Because I, 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 I have five... That's kind of why I asked this question. Because I actually have five things, which I feel... If I didn't know someone and I just gave them those five things, I'd say that kind of puts me together. So none of us answered this question. <laughs> no, what? no. That's why I was interested. The different ways people interpret the question. And then next time we'll scrap the segment. And 
Uh, so the five things that define me are uh, the band Sparklehorse, um, who's been my favorite musician since I was 16, I think, um, since the 90s. Uh, I got to tour him with once, uh, and sadly he killed himself about six months after I toured with him. It was nothing to do with me. Uh, the poem If, which my mom used to read to me every single night when I was a little kid. Uh, the graphic novel The Crow, which defined about 10 years of my life. Um, and being mopey and a depressed teenager. Did you dress like a goth? I did. Yeah, I had eyeliner. Do you have goth pictures? We'll be uploading mm. those photos on <laughs> the uh, Tessellate <laughs> website shortly, I think. Mm. WWE. Nail long black leather jacket, eyeliner, all that shit. Um, <laughs> this pleases me greatly. Continue. Uh, the film Buffalo 66, which is my favorite film in the world, and the stand-up DVD show by Simon Amstel called Numb. Uh, or live at a BBC, depending where you get it from. Did you Which, not see that? Uh, did uh, you go and see that? Uh, yeah, I did go and see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that particular one is basically 95% of that is just my brain articulated way better than I could ever say anything. Um, so I kind of love it. Unlike these other two, I feel like I do understand you a little better now. now. Uh, I like that. You should move to this seat now. Mm. <laughs> that um, seat is closer <laughs> to now, for those of you that yeah. are just listening. That's helpful for the listeners. Cool. All right. So now we all know each other a little bit better. And hopefully. I showered this morning, guys. You showered, I know, but you didn't do your fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's move on to the news. Nate, you're covering the news today. We're going to see how well you stand up with this. Oh, boy. Here I go. How often have you read the news? Um, I read the news every day. I usually retain <laughs> very little. I go to the New York Times about five times before I face my own inadequacy. Excellent. All right. Okay. Starting many, it off with entertainment. Have you got? I have, let's see, I think I have a couple different sections. I have 11 different sections of news. I'm just going to go through them real quick, though. I'm going to go through them real quick. The first up. Should we just jump in if we have opinions? Yeah, yeah. Hop on in. Should we put up a hand? My first opinion is is that next time I want to read the news, but I don't want to prepare them. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to make up stuff. That sounds like it'll be a little more successful than what I'm about to do. Do it. Channing Tatum says Gambit won't appear in X-Men. What? That sucks. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hang on. What did he say? <laughs> Hugh Jackman said Wolverine 3 would be his last appearance in an X-Men movie. Lies. <laughs> Turns out Jackman, rumored to appear, is rumored to appear in the next X-Men apocalypse alongside 500 other people playing mm-hmm. mutants. Yep. Wow. <laughs> there are so many people wow. in that film. Yeah, because he, he did that tweet um, weeks ago with his claws, and it said, like, final time or whatever. I can't remember what it said. And that was during the shoot for Wolvie 3. So everyone was like, okay, it's done now. But Apocalypse is about to film, or it's just started filming, I think. Something like and that, yeah. yeah, it's now leaked that three weeks ago or something, some leather merchant somewhere. <laughs> leather merchant? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, they're making, like, a backpack or something. Yeah, they're making, like, a custom... They're making, like, yeah, they're doing, like, a custom leather backpack, and they were so proud. Specifically, not just for Wolverine, because you think maybe if we cast him as a younger or whatever, but for Hugh Jackman, it says this is specifically for Hugh Jackman. So he's well, and, uh, Ryan, what do you think of uh, Hugh Jackman's Australian accent? Ridiculous. <laughs> what do you think of his body? Absurd. Absurd. Okay. Okay, that man is taking way too much HGH. I'm a little concerned his muscles might pop out of his skin. Yeah, that's crazy. I love you. He gets bigger every single movie. I'm like, what are you taking? Well, you know, this is going to be his ninth superhero movie, which actually puts him in the lead among all actors. Of playing the same character. Of playing, yeah, a leading man in a superhero movie, except for Downey, who's up on 
Hugh's tail. Really? Where's yeah. He? Yeah. He can't be. He's at three, four, five. Yeah, I guess yeah but he, he cameoed cameo. in Incredible Hulk. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's and coming I, on we're too. Not, we're counting the Wolverine. They've decided to not collectively forget that movie. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Because this, this one, he's got the Wolverine <laughs> 3 is now coming out. Yeah. Wow, I'm so glad Before I missed Apocalypse. the Wolverine 2. Mm-hmm. Well, the Wolverine 2 <laughs> should have been amazing because that was the one that Darren Aronofsky yeah. was doing. Is that the Japan one? Yeah. So that was Jack Darren. Oh, that was terrible. Our, our I friend. hated that movie. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky of like The Fountain and um, fucking... If you don't know who Darren oh, Aronofsky is, don't listen to this podcast. The Wrestler. Okay, that's a good role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was meant to do it. They developed the rages and then he had problems with a custody battle for his kids while he was going through a divorce and he had to leave the country where he was going to film. So then it got passed over and turned out to be... What they that's really be. selfish of him. <laughs> He should have given up his kids to make us the Wolverine movie we deserve. I'm sorry. Are you gonna? Are, are you gonna? You know, sacrifice a few for for the whole. That's true. You, you know, that's just who's more important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like seriously. And they're so young. They'll forget anyway. They yeah, forget. They're kids. They'll have, either hey, way, they're gonna have daddy rich. issues. They're gonna have, <laughs> they're gonna have daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens. Okay. Melissa McCarthy, Christina now, which Wig. Num- which number are we at? Kate McKinnon. We're on two. Oh, oh fucking hell! And you got damn it! You got my flow. Kate McKinsey, McKinnon, Leslie Strong. What do they all have in common? Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're doing the news every week. That's right, Al. I'm not afraid of no ghosts. Um, Are you afraid of an all-female otherwise cast every ghost? Yeah, that's all... basically gonna be bridesmaids. Yeah, it's bridesmaids. The ghost. Yep. Ghostmates. Not mad at that actually. No, I think it sounds at pretty all. awesome. Yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll see that. Can I ask so, you a question, Nate? No, but about, go on. Um, Really not letting him. What do you think um, uh, about the slime that they might use in <laughs> Ghostbusters? Um, just I'm going to fill everyone in here. We had a lengthy conversation about slime yeah, textures, yes. densities, flavors, colors, smells, mm-hmm. viscosity, viscosity. viscosity. Yeah, you exactly. got to talk about the viscosity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they'll use a standard purple, uh, <laughs> primarily composed of blueberry and. Uh, um, elderberry, elderberry, yeah, yeah, elderberry, a little more specific. What about razzleberry? Razzleberry, razzleberry? made a little cameo. Drop Maybe a drop of juniper. <laughs> I don't know. You don't ask the barrel, and the barrel is a really important question when you're talking about slime. How long it stayed in the barrel? The quality of the barrel was yeah. it smoked? Was it a single barrel, multiple barrels? Anyway, correct me if I'm wrong. Al, we'll be, we will be doing a special. There will be, be a special on on, on, <laughs> on slime. just slime. If if the Ghostbuster movie only has one barrel of slime, I will not see that movie. I, I require at least thirty five barrels of slime minimum. per minimum per Ghostbuster movie. I'm cool so long as it's single malt. Well, you can you can brew the 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 slime separately in single. <laughs> Okay, let me give you a rundown of the plot. (laughs) All right, let me tell you a little something, all right? Wig and McCarthy play a pair of unheralded authors who write a book uh, about ghosts, and then uh, we flash forward in the movie, and uh, uh, Wig has this prestigious teaching position at Columbia, which is pretty sweet until her book resurfaces and she's laughed out of academia, as I have been many times. Then Wig reunites with McCarthy and the other two Proton pack packing phantom <laughs> wranglers is that, to is fight that, some ghost bootay. Five times, five times fast. Is that theirs or is that yours? What? Is that theirs or is that yours? I just stole this off a of blog somewhere. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I <laughs> had to use it. Okay, anyway, that's Ghostbusters. That's coming up. And my next little item of business is... Now, just very quickly. So uh-huh. you, you two, are, you're, you're in for this? You're cool? New Ghostbusters because it's been so long. They tried to like get oh, it going man. properly for so long. Dude, I'm so I love I love this idea. But I'm I mean, so you're happy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Absolutely. very happy, Alex. 
Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Okay. Uh, you know, I would have preferred Ivan Reitman, Bill Murray, uh, Dan Aykroyd to get back on board, but you know. But would you like hypothetically? That's Aykroyd great, now. but they're all yeah, so. Yeah, I don't want to see Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. I'd love Dan to see Bill Murray, but it would be like the yeah. slowest moving comedy of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to watch Stripes recently. It has not aged well. I, I was imagine. a little bummed, and I was stoned too. I was like, ugh, ugh. No, some things are better with the younger generation. (laughs) Some things don't age like slime. Um, So here's a little titillating piece of information for you. I'm ready to be titillated. Are you ready? I know you are, Al. Sony and Marvel may not be able to agree on many things regarding Spider-Man, but there's one thing contractually they did. Spider-Man must be both straight and Caucasian. It so I, very... have, I have it right here. Okay. So this is from a leaked Sony, um, one of you know one of the many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The email leak. Yeah. Um, and this explicitly goes into incredible detail about the mandatory Spider-Man character traits and the mandatory Peter Parker character traits. That was recently the deal between Marvel and Sony. Um, this is why I don't watch the franchise at <laughs> all. <laughs> I think this is pretty. I mean, this is pretty big deal <laughs> to be honest isn't there a thing that so go on go on well so you get the basic stuff here his full name has to be ben- peter benjamin parker his parents become absent from his life during childhood like all these basic things he gains his powers while attending either middle school or college blah 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 blah, blah. and he is caucasian and heterosexual um and then there's great fun ones in here like he does not torture <laughs> it has an asterisk next to it now i'm not sure where he because we don't get the asterisks in the bits i got anyway um he does not have sex before the age of 16 Except for um, that one he, time, but he, he regrets never, it really sincerely. <laughs> he also never had sex with anyone yeah. below the age of his 16. They closed out that loophole. That's ah. only we're going to jump on of, of pedophile, of Peter Parker. I swear it's just webbing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, but there's great alliteration there. Mm. Um, he gets enough also, pleasure out of expelling spider web. Yeah. Then they, they, this is the thing, though. They say it for the Peter Parker character trait, he's Caucasian and heterosexual. And then in the Spider-Man trait, he is not a homosexual. So neither part of his egos, either his order or his... He's super, he, he can't be, yeah. Okay. He can't be gay either as Spider-Man so or as Peter Parker. So he puts the mask on, he can't really be gay. really into vagina. He, he loves. <laughs> just loves the pussy. Yeah. Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker loves the pussy. Oh, um, God. So, yeah. I just, the, the, the Caucasian thing is what really, really yeah. bothers me. Because I was all about Donald Glover's campaign to be the next Peter Parker. Because that, I, that franchise true. for me is unwatchable. I, I have tried. Which, uh, which the amazing as well as Sam Raimi? I no, <laughs> just just no. no. I'm done. But do you and, watch do you watch MCU films? So do you watch any of the Avengers stuff or you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I watch most of the universe. So you're not just, happy that Marvel's getting that? You know, they're getting the talents back in so they can control him a bit more and get him roped into like he'll be in Civil War and. I just I don't care at this point. At this okay. point, they they have made so many terrible Spider-Man movie reboots. How many reboots have there been? Like three? No, there's only been one. This is the thing. They just came out to, I was so... Wait, no, there's been two different Peter Parkers and like four, whatever. It's just <laughs> too, ma- too many and none of them are enough. Yeah, but this is the thing. So when Amazing, not to get into this because it's going for a while because this is something I feel passionately about, but when Amazing Spider-Man came out, I hated all the Sam Raimi films because I just wasn't the Spider-Man I grew up with and I got why people like that. That was a very 50s, 60s Spidey. Mm-hmm. I was a 90s Tom McFarlane Spidey, so I personally wanted him 28 and I wanted him, you know, nearly married with MJ and I wanted him dealing with the stuff he Can deals with. Can you make with. a movie like that now? Yeah, I think we might. Uh, Spider-Man Eclipse on YouTube just hit 430,000 views. Yeah, and that I, Spider-Man ain't Caucasian. No, he's Mexican. Yeah. Um, so, 
And everyone's really lost. <laughs> Focus. Um, Indiana Jones 5. Wait, stop it. <laughs> Are you serious? Stop it. Wait, Wait. reel it in. Reel it in. We're moving on from Spider-Man. No, because... I'm going to be really quick. <laughs> okay. I'm really quick. Um, so I was all in for the Amazing Spider-Man because it was, you know, it was a different take on it. I was happy for them to reboot it. I didn't give a shit. I was like, well, you don't have to watch it if you don't want to watch it. I wanted to watch it. I love Andrew Garfield and I actually think he was amazing as Peter Parker. He is incredible as Peter Parker. Um, the second film, however, was horseshit and the first film was fine. There were good bits in it and really crappy bits in it. I'm now exhausted. Like, I don't want to see an origin tale again at, at all but the best news of me for the last 12 months has been Marvel getting Spidey back because nothing have you gotten laid in the last 12 months really Spider-Man is the best lo- like news in the last 12 months yep. last I checked there was a blonde in the kitchen so <laughs> Ooh. Let's, let's realize the priorities <laughs> blonde <laughs> Does that blonde jump from building to building? <laughs> Fair point. Um, let's 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 find some spiders. Right. Anyway. Okay, but 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 disregarding how you feel about Spidey coming back again and Marvel getting him, it's just it's very bad news for them. I think that something like this, so you can understand, mm. they have to draw up something like this. Mm-hmm. But that that got leaked. Yeah, that's is embarrassing. Bad, bad news. It well. is embarrassing. Anyway, continue. <clears throat> so, Chris Pratt to take up the ma- the mantle. From Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones 5. Question I like mark. that it's like, let's put Question Chris mark? Pratt in everything. <laughs> the self-proclaimed hey, alpha male. We have a franchise. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so, you know. He There's did. question marks in that sentence. Rumor is, Jurassic World, moderately successful. Chris yeah, Pratt. Did, did okay. He was, you know, all right. So. One of those two things. Was, <laughs> yeah, one of those correct. two things. To do. So anyway, yeah, Indiana Jones 5 is, you know what, it's pretty much go time. Uh, Lucasfilm uh, president Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that a fifth movie is in fact going to happen. So you can rest assured it's coming. We just don't know if it will be Chris Pratt or um, well, we're going to wheel out Harrison Ford. Yeah, Harrison. He's not. Like he's got some stuff sort of in his clauses now. I think he's not allowed, like no aviation during shooting. Oh really? Um, yeah. No, they're just Wait, what? still huh? covering, recovering from his uh, yeah own plane crash. I mean, yeah, which happened just over there. Yep, nearby, around the corner. Um, so, yeah, Chris Chris Pratt. To be fair, I think I don't know if he's updated this in the last week, but the last time he was interviewed about this, he said no one has called him about this. At all. <laughs> <laughs> he would love to do it, obviously. Um, That's funny. It's like he's he just, would be he would be great for that though. That's, he would be right would for the role. Yeah, okay. I mean, I you know, I don't know. I think that the uh, the last Indiana Jones film really proved that we needed more. Yep. So, well, we, we need is Charlotte Booth to come in and take over. We do. But do it. The thing is that I just wanted to do some experimental on the Indiana internet Jones is amazing. Art. The Rob yeah. Cantor video is fantastic. Yeah. The, the video he just did with all the yelling. Dude. Mm. Great. So he's mm. great for five minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, I loved his Sia video. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, awesome. he's an amazing video. short form artist. I just, he can't carry Particularly a when he's playing a mentalist. <laughs> yeah. I've, Indiana Shia Jones LaBeouf. as a mentalist <laughs> <laughs> would be a film I would see, to be fair. Do you guys see the documentary, Who Killed Superman Lives, What Happened? No, about no. the Superman, yet, yeah, uh, yeah. Superman Lives that was going to come out in the, the 80s, directed one. by Tim Burton, starring Nicolas Cage. Mm. You know, with the light up suit. Watching oh, that gosh. movie, I was just like, take. I, I was, I was like, why wasn't this made? Take all of my money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up next, Nate? Eli Roth is directing finally, Meg. <laughs> he tried and tried to make it, <laughs> but didn't until now. Or at least didn't make the deal until now. And anyone know what Meg is? Yeah. Nope. Meg? So Meg is... Um... All right, anyone but Al know what Meg is? No. 
Okay, Tell Al, me, go Nate, on. Go on. Well, you no. should, because manga is actually. Uh, so it's a series of basically like Jaws books, but said about me- around megalodons. So it's about mm-hmm. uh, a, similar to the Jaws. Giant, it's, uh, it's shark. Yeah, it's it, and it's based. It does the whole real science thing, much like Jaws, but then like has a reason for why one could still be alive and it gets set loose and stuff. And this stuff does happen a lot. And I read the first three, and they're appalling. They're so badly written, but really? it's captivating because I love giant sharks, shark and, dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, totally. Wait, what? A meg is a shark dinosaur? It's basically a great white, but it was when they were 60 feet, it's 65 a feet long. Yeah. They were, they did you look. know that they were going to release Meg, but then um, yep. they, they didn't because of the deep blue sea? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So it's that's been going a, on for a long time. That's but, an embarrassment. But Meg, is, yeah. Meg was like taught through school throughout America. So it was kind of one of those books that you have to read. And, you Not know, write my school. And Jeez. Yeah. I yeah. went to private school. We had better taste. I think we're, <laughs> we're all, we might be. Is Meg actually old. like. Code for Huckleberry Finn because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Huckleberry Finn was shocked in that river. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it, no, it should be really cool. I mean, it sounds awesome, and this time the shark is is not going to terrorize the California coast, but the China coast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there's China money. Not related to uh, box office sales in no. China at all. No, yeah. no, that no. didn't. That was not Are a factor. Are they trying to make China Godzilla? Because this is what that sounds like. <laughs> China Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> God, Which Godzilla I would also watch. You've heard that here first time on Geeks. China Godzilla. No, the anyway. whole film is just the end bit of Jurassic World where it like jumps, <laughs> yeah. jumps onto land and then. Yeah, it's like the cameo of that thing. Yeah. But yeah, Slow no, it, it should be cool, you know, and it's going to be another uh, prehistoric monster blockbuster. And that leads us nicely into the fact that Jurassic World beat the Avengers. For the biggest domestic, the biggest, the biggest Mexican box no, office. the biggest domestic box office opening ever. It was the biggest ever, ever. Yeah, it was uh, two hundred and eight million. Yep, you win this round, Chris. But not only did it win that, it won best international. Yeah, yeah, it did. It won the it it, it three hundred and what three hundred and fifteen million. Yep, international. So that's over half a billion. But he can't eat Taco Bell anymore. And I just got to ask Chris Pat, is it really worth it? Well, he can catch flies in the middle of conversations for no apparent reason. Did you know the budget was $150 million? Yeah. I didn't. Pretty. Have you never been on Twitter? No. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so yeah, the opening weekend was $205 million. And uh, looks like it's grossed now about $528 million. Worldwide, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, half a, half a, a billion. billion, half a billion. No, oh, well, half a billion. It's all right. And he's confirmed. Peanuts. He's confirmed already Peanuts. now, isn't he, for the uh, sequel? Yeah, I think I, he said in an interview he was confirmed for the next thirty-eight sequel. For the next thirty-eight, <laughs> I signed on for thirty-eight yeah. films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like one sequel for every billion that they. Yeah, yeah. I I think the movie was a. Uh, a Are restoration, a restoration comedy of dinosaurs. What? That was my. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that was actually my line, and he was going to take it, but no, I'm claiming the line. Congratulations. It's, it's the restoration comedy of dinosaurs. It's like, enter this dinosaur, enter that dinosaur. That dinosaur was hiding in the closet, and yeah. this dinosaur came out and Wait, saw that dinosaur. dinosaur. What? There's a gay dinosaur? <laughs> We're not talking about Spider-Man now. No. This is Dinosaur World as interpreted by R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna move swiftly on. I know we've all heard a lot about uh, Jurassic, the world of Jurassics. So um, what's cool is Sounds that like you know exercise. director Rupert Wyatt, who did uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, uh, he's gonna do the Gambit movie, and yeah. uh, looks like 
Tatum is going to be our... Uh, old, old Tater Tots. Tater Tots. He's going to be the, our Gambit. the Gambit in the other movie? Oh, yeah. Um, Who was that guy? Kirchner, Taylor Kirchner or something like that. I can't remember. I don't know. Good looking He's fella. Totally bonable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He, I he, he was more appropriate for Gambit. Major piece Gan- of Greg Gan- there. <laughs> is completely the wrong physique for Gambit because Gambit is lithe and agile and it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, easy now, Al. You can't say lithe with a British easy accent. Al. straight. You just can't. It's science. So flexible, Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> he could get his Explosive legs behind his ears. Yeah. Mm. Electricity. No, seriously, though. Talk about the Beautiful lithe man. explosive. He's my favorite X-Men. I'm kind of, I'm very depressed at Giant Tatum. Yeah, no, Gambit is a really, but he was Jenny a cool Tatum character. Is, really cool he, character. Jenny Tatum's kind of Badass. He is, but that's just the wrong role for him. It's just, it's just doesn't make sense. If all. you could see take Channing Tatum in anything, doesn't make sense. <laughs> but he always makes it work. But he's just. Who would know, you pick out? Who would you? Yeah. Who, who would you choose? Your dream? I used uh, no, but I used to have. I used to have a dream, but I was back in the nineties, and now it's like these people are forty, fifty. Years okay, old, but who? who, hey, who the dream would of the nineties is what, alive what in Portland. What Marvel character would you choose Channing Tatum for? Uh, I love um, it. It's, it's that way around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's not pick a guy. He's got to play one. He's so like, which he, one? Oh, he's the kind of guy. He would play him. like a yeah, like Colossus, or you know, I would even get, I would give him Wolverine. That's what I'm Gambit. saying. He yeah. replaces yeah. he replaces Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. I watched the show. If he if he plays if he, Wolver- if he plays Wolverine, <laughs> does yeah. he get to keep the bow tie? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Magic Mike, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to clear up that joke. I don't know what you're going for there because you say bow tie, I think beast. There you go. Halloween franchise. <laughs> Don't return- yeah. It's returning Woo! next month. Well, no, it's not out in cinema. It's next month. No, I mean, it's shooting next month. It's <laughs> returning. It's returning to the cosmic months, universe. Uh, it will actually continue on from Halloween 2. Yeah, which makes no sense. And we're not talking Halloween 2 from the reboots. We're talking Halloween 2 1981. That I can get down with. But I just, support this plan. But that takes a little bit of a... A little of adjustment and a little bit of explaining. Do we have a CGI Jamie Lee Curtis oh a la God. Tron in it? Because, oh But this yes, is why please. it's confusing because when 7 H2O came out, H2O came out and um, <laughs> H2O, um, and Jamie Lee Curtis was the one who pushed behind all of that, that was her saying, forget everything else. This is the third part of the real trilogy and it finishes it. So if you want to, you watch 1, 2 and 7 and you're done. But now, what? How does, how does, just fucking reboot it. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. It's don't, a slasher film. Don't Just do what you want with it. Don't fucking follow on from the second. Yeah. It doesn't make no sense at all. But it's Halloween, so I'm super excited. If you're trying to get kids these days to watch movies that were made in the early 80s, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, what are they yeah. going to call it? Halloween? Are they going to call it Halloween 3B? Or <laughs> like, why even do that? They it need makes, a different numbering system. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> it's irrelevant. What I want is because technically... Halloween 3D. Oh, yeah, but that's I what they're meant to be doing. Do. That's what they're meant to be doing with Halloween 3D. How um, do I know? Do you know? Oh, I, I know it is. But what, what they should actually do, because everyone seems to have forgotten, he killed, his whole thing was he killed everyone in his family. Uh-huh. And he killed everyone. Sure. Other than one person. Wh- who was? Which was his sister's son, who in H2O was played by Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. So I would love <gasps> to see a Halloween film with Josh Hartnett playing the lead now as the like the Sploosh. Jamie Lee Curtis. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds That's good. What they should do. Josh Hartnett as Jamie Lee Curtis. Is that he, he, <laughs> with Penny Dreadful, which is damn near unwatchable, he is yep. definitely you know he can handle a little gore. He's, yep, I feel he's just at a point now where people would come see him, but also he probably doesn't cost enough money that they could afford him. I think um, they could afford him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Penny Dreadful is doing not well on yeah. Showtime. I tried to watch that for that series, and it just. Yeah, I did it was same. unwatchable. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, you know, 
if you were hoping for another uh, Rob Zombie movie. Are you segueing oh. into something? <laughs> no, uh, this wasn't a segue. God damn it. It was a bad transition. Basically, Rob Zombie's not going to direct this one, which some people are upset about. No. I personally, hey, didn't do that great the last two. So. Well, the last two, are, the second one's just surrealist. <laughs> it is. It's like you stepped into an alternate universe and watched their version of a Halloween film. Which yeah. is kind of, that's great. No, but it's then cool. do something else. Yeah. But this time it's going to be the Saw guy, Marcus yeah, Dunstan. Uh, yeah. Who, you know. Yeah. No, you see, you just depleted all my excitement for this. Here's the thing is, is that do you want to see something that's actually scary with suspense or do you want to see torture porn? And they have to make that decision of where the, the, where the franchise is going to go. I mean, because those are two very different sides of the horror genre. Yep. Can I have suspense with some inter- intermittent torture porn? No. If it's well written. No. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, happen. maybe. I mean, like, have you wished upon a star? This ain't no Hurt Locker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so coming up, we got... Uh, um, we got a we got Sh- Sh- Shamu. Shenmue. Shenmue. Can you tell I sent you this one? Shenmue <laughs> is a whale. This was our request to this little news which story. Which is a horror story. Um, <laughs> but this is actually, I think this is probably Ooh, the most news. exciting yeah. story that uh, we've talked about so far. Al, you want to kick it off? So basically, E3, there were a bunch of big uh, E3 just happened last week. Uh, we're going to do a special cast on that, which will be up on Thursday this week. Um, yeah, and there was a bunch of exciting things that came out. Sony's press conference was basically a fan conference where they just brought out all this shit no one could ever imagine they would do. Final Fantasy VII, The Last Guardian appeared after 10 years of being absent and a joke, and Shenmue, which was my favorite game of all time when I was at uni, uh, and I wouldn't go to class because I was moving crates in boxes to try and earn enough money to get on a boat to go and find my father, and was meant to be like a 28-chapter game, and then it stopped up the number two. Wait, was the um, boat bit the game bit or your real life? <laughs> 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 I've just got a forklift truck job. Now, that was like most of the game is you find out this is what I need to do, but I need the money and I don't have the money to get even a ticket on this ferry. Mm. So the, most of the game is you trying to get the money together yeah. to get on this ferry. But then they put these, ga- you know, like gacha balls that you get when you go to convenience stores in Japan and they have like the round balls and you buy and you get the little toys in them. Mm-hmm. They put them all around the game. So you'd be working and get your money together to go and find your father. But you're like, oh, Wait, so... But I could just buy some more gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> Father oh, balls. Father, Father balls. balls. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy issues. It's a decision. Anyway. It, uh, it's, 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 it, it actually smashed the world wa- record for yep. uh, fastest video game to reach a million. Yep. I did it in how long? It, uh, one hour and, and 42 minutes. And it's the second fastest overall, not even video game, anything on Kickstarter. Yeah. It's crazy. After the Pebble Watch. May I ask uh, what yeah, yeah. Pebble. The Pebble Watch this original one was on? It was on Dreamcast. Um, was it on PS2, I think, maybe the second one? Dreamcast. Yeah, Dreamcast. It and was a real cold game. This is the problem, though, because it had a 2 million Kickstarter that it was trying to get to. Yeah, mm-hmm. it hit a million within an hour or whatever. Within nine hours, it hit 2 million. Fully funded. Now it's at 5 million or something, last time I checked. Um, and Sony now have got out and said, we're behind this now. It's going to be just for our platform. We're backing it. And it's kind of, I'm so happy to doing this, but it's kind of a dumb move because this is a cult niche game. Mm. And that's probably your market right there. The, the, the people who did the 2 million, that's probably your cap of the people who are excited about this game. So Sony are like, oh, this means everyone wants this game. Let's chuck tons of money at yeah, it. Yeah. I think that's actually a dumb well, That's really move. great for those, those niche fans. It's, yeah, it's great for us. Or terrible. But for Sony, it just <laughs> helps them on the road to bankruptcy. Well, so you're worried about on. Sony. I'm Aww. just... 
I just, I just they just made these business decisions based off of projects, any projects, you know, like uh, how well it's received on Kickstarter. And I don't think that's a measurement for the general public's you know, desire for that project is the measurement for the people who are going to Kickstarter and funding it. There are a couple things on Kickstarter that I'm really bummed that never got delivered to me. Give us one. Well, there was... So I was thinking about getting a cat. I'm allergic to cats, but I was going to get a hairless cat. Did you order but a then, cat on Kickstarter? No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was this product where they send you disposable kitty litter boxes once a week, so you never have to clean your kitty litter box. Mm. You just get a new pop-up kitty litter box every single week. Cool. And they haven't launched in the U.S. yet, so I can't get a cat until that happens. But surely you have to dispose of the previous box. Yes, but it's like it's all contained. They eat it. No. Oh. Oh, they do. <laughs> and, it's it's bi- and it's biodegradable and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Almost. Okay. Um, this, this segment is... You know what? <laughs> I think... Been, and I, I'm just... Game of Thrones ended. Rant. I mean, come on. Did oh. anyone watch it? Was it just me? Okay. Just me? Let's, let's wait, talk wait, wait, about wait, Game wait. of Thrones. Because I'm ready to talk about Game of Thrones. Because winter has been coming for how many fucking years? Five Did you not years. read the books? Are we, I read the books. Wait, 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 like, wait, wait, oh, so wait. and so... Pause. Are we doing spoilers? No, we are not going to do spoilers. Okay. But I, no I will say... Rant. Okay. Well, my With rant no is, everyone's like, so-and-so died. This happened or that happened, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you read the books? Because you would... Everyone's like, <laughs> I can't believe this happened. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and, and, that happened in the books. And I'm all, every decision they make that is outside of the books, Martin tells them what to do. Well, well okay. So Everything he's decision they make outside the books just adds like way too much rapiness to the show. Like, but he's still <laughs> like, dictating this stuff. No. Ex- the book was pretty rapey. Yeah, but the show was rapier. And I'm like, the book yeah. was already really rapey. Did you need to add more rape on that rape cake? Like, <laughs> rape cake. This is HBO. Mm, delicious like, rape cake. Mm, you know what this scene needs is some element of, of rape. Yeah. Let's just throw some extra. But yeah. I just, I, if anyone that's shocked about anything in Game of Thrones, it's called audiobooks. You don't have to read them. You can listen to them. I, I listened to one of the books on tape. Um, Which one? Re- read by Roy Dutrice. I love Roy Dutrice. Well, Let me tell was, you, when yeah. Roy Dutrice starts reading the sex scenes, he's this old English guy. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly his pace starts to increase and her nipples were exposed. <laughs> like, Roy, you old dog. Give it to me, Roy. What um, makes me mad about the, the audiobook readings of the Game of Thrones series is the first three were all read by Roy Dutrice, and they couldn't get him for the fourth one, which was A Feast for Crows, which was my favorite, but it's also everyone's least favorite because it ca- follows all the female characters. <laughs> and it was gotten by this other guy who was not a very gr- good reader. And then for the fifth one, they got Roy Dutrice back, but he's a really old man. <laughs> so he had forgotten all of the voices that he had done in the first three. <laughs> so... Oh, Roy Detroit. But the writing's good enough that I got through all five, so don't tell me, like, oh, I can't believe this happened. So here's my thing. I haven't read any of the books. I've watched every all of it, but I've always been on the, this weird place of, I will continue to watch it, but every single episode, I will very happily walk away at any point, because hmm. I genuinely don't care. Really? But I'm also in, entertained enough that if someone puts it on, I will watch it. Watch it. But I also really couldn't give a shit. Huh. And there was a point in season four where I was just like yeah okay it's just getting to the point where they just want you know headlines so much with how gory they're being with things I'm actually out and I watched the goriest shit in the world I was like this just doesn't there's no character development nothing's actually happening people are just riding horses and that's it well, dude. and then someone dies but season five everyone's moaned about it and everyone's being oh this is the worst season lots of people said I'm out now um, people are getting really upset yeah, about all the violence in it. I and I think this was the best season they've done because stuff happened oh, characters totally. actually I'm totally with up. you yeah, there was dude, some progress I, for the first time yeah. 
in the whole fucking series. And it's like you said, winter's been coming for five years, and it's like stuff actually happened in this season. Yeah. Whereas for the rest of it, it's just dangled. Well, it's a political show. And here's the thing is, is that it, it's, I actually think sixth season is going to be better than any previous season because they can go off book and they can create their own thing now. So I think it's probably going to be the strongest season. The overt rapiness has been in place since the first season. They've yeah, always yeah. just had like, who's molesting Arya Stark? Yeah, I didn't. That scene, I don't. San, oh, Sansa. I'm sorry. Sansa is the one that's always in danger of being molested. Not. I didn't even notice that scene until I went on Twitter afterwards, and everyone's outraged. I was like, really? And I had to go back oh, and it's watch just, it. It's and not that. Like, it's everyone was... creeping on her. It's like you know, it's Littlefinger, and then the, yeah, then it's so and so that's creeping on her. It's it's just this ongoing mm. victimization of Sansa. Um, but the sixth season, I think, is actually going to be the strongest. Um, but Confirmed. yeah, six, it's six, it's a it's a political show. And here's the thing: is that when people see the the promo for it, like. My question is, where are my dragons? Because I would watch this show if there was a lot more dragons. There's not enough dragon action. And to be fair, there isn't in the book, so I'm hoping that sixth season is all dragons all the time. All dragons all the time. Well, this, this season I quite a bit of dragons. Yellow. Yeah. Um, okay. So wait. Did yeah. you know that there are huge like organizations that hate George R.R. R. Martin because he just will not finish any plot lines? Mm. Well, he's, he's like one of the most... He's very honest. He publicly came out and said, I've written all my characters into one place and I don't know how to narratively get them to where I need them to be. Yeah, obviously. Like, yeah. It's and obvious like, if you read the books, so you're like, it, impos- it's yeah. impossible. You're so like, what he's, it's like watching Lost. So literally what he's saying is, I just make all of this up as I go along, and it's not very reassuring. No, it's not, because there's no end. Oh, yeah. And anyway, then, you know, we all know how unhealthy let's, let's he is. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so... You know what? I mean, there's E3, but we have... We, you Get know, George R. R. Martin I was going to cover health. E3 as a point of news, but but basically, I think we're going to have a whole dedicated podcast to that. So I yeah, think we, we should move we on. Are. We should move on. You know what my thoughts on E3 is? Didn't go, don't care, but I hung up with my friends that did, and now I have a goddamn cold. Fuck you, E3. <laughs> so what do you think of E3? <laughs> I'm so mad I didn't get a go, and I, all I got was a stupid cold. We went, and we didn't get a cold. Yeah, we didn't get cold. I got a nice little... Uh, Uncharted shirt. Woman size, extra, extra large (laughs) because of my busty bosom. Yep. (laughs) You only had women's sizes left. Um, No, because of my busty bosom. Are we out of news? We're done. We've emerged. That's everything that there is. Well done, Nate. Thank you. No more news. Draw caught up. Tell me about Ghostbusters. (laughs) So slime. Anyway, back to slime. (laughs) Alex. Wait, are we doing a quiz? Uh, Yeah, no, the quiz has been scrubbed. We already did the quiz. Yeah. I won. She won. <laughs> Hobbs was the correct answer. Damn, Tigger. So, Alex. Yes. Every week, things come out. Now, because we, we do a bit of everything. We do cinema. We do you know films. We do games. There's a lot to cover. There is a lot to cover. So, you're going to be handling releases each week. I am going to be handling the release. Just the one release. <laughs> <laughs> Releases uh, that covers movies, video games, and DVDs, okay. Al. So, so we how are, do you release? <laughs> Ask Greg. <laughs> um, mm, Greg. So, so good. So, I'm just going to put like a little censure beep over every single time you guys say Greg. Don't don't suppress the Greg. Uh, yeah, so this isn't going to be comprehensive in any way. This is just going to be boiled down. Run through it. I don't know what quickly. you've picked, so I'm interested in what you've okay, deemed. Okay, so let, let's let's start with films now. Let's. Uh, obviously, are, these cine- are these cinematic releases? Cinematic uh, releases. Obviously, last week, and we had Jurassic World, which Nate covered uh, a little bit, and that was the biggest opening weekend of all time. So, I'm going to name this segment of this week's releases, Chris Pratt, give us some money. Mm. I have a question. Have they waited <laughs> yes, the release sir. historically? 
Money-wise? Um, oh, you mean like... Um, with inflation. Like yeah. with inflation? Yeah. Pretty much all the What about inflation, inflation and population? Because that's going to, you, you know... can't really do that. Can't? Damn it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hoping for? I was just curious. I think that'd yeah. be an interesting infographic. It would be. That would be. We'll work on that. <laughs> well, we'll get, we just have the math podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here are the numbers. So... <laughs> Uh, yes, obviously that was a big mega blockbuster followed by last week, I think Inside Out came out, which has already mm-hmm. almost hit the hundred million mark. But it hasn't thwarted because Pixar have always had number one release and this week Jurassic held its, held its post. So they, they killed Pratt, Pixar. you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you've had your fill of okay, animated you've had your fill. What emotions. will you watch this week? I am going to go through a list because it's pretty... <laughs> Pretty tough week, <laughs> this one. Uh, but I'll go through a list of what's coming out on Friday evening, June 26th. I Let's think just stipulate today. this is in uh, North America. This is in North America only for our global, European, Asian, Australasian, Antarctic listeners. So the biggest one coming out, guys, is uh, TED 2, which is the sequel to the hugely popular... Uh, Ted, which was made by Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Hugely popular, debatable. Right, they made a, their money back. Ted made definitely Ted, make money. Exactly. Ted made five hundred and fifty million. Five hundred did it really? Five hundred fifty million wow. worldwide. Mm. Um, and what was it made for? That looks like a thirty thousand dollar film. I'm sorry, thirty million dollar film. I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't do the. Maybe I didn't do the research. It's a couple hundred bucks. She's on it. So, uh, so yeah, Ted Two is coming out. This stars Mark Wahlberg, Seth MacFarlane as Ted, Amanda Seyfried. Is that how you say her last Sieg- name? Yep. Siegfried. Siegfried? No, there's no G in it. I think it's Seyfried. Seyfried. Like Amanda. To Sieg- us. Amanda and so Morgan great. Freeman. <laughs> uh, and this follows the story of Ted uh, trying to earn his civil rights and liberties because he wants to have a baby. <laughs> With his wife, Tammy Lynn, but he can't because he's not recognized as human. Well, they've also re- established in the previous TED that he doesn't have a penis. So how exactly. is, how is Nobody he has sex with someone as well. Yeah, he's, he's sex. Uh, yeah, in the trailer, he, he gets Mark As a former lesbian Wahlberg porn star, I know that you can definitely have sex by like general fraudage situations. Yeah. He, just, he so, just has an extra hard bit of fluff. He, he just, I think he, he was using an eggplant, wasn't he, in the first one? <laughs> well, he, he was asking me to pull the, the, the tag, and at some point they, he explicitly said that he didn't have a penis. Mm. So I'm a little concerned about the basis of the script. Okay, so the trailer is is that it's Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is going to be the sperm donor. Oh. He's uh, going to get a bit of Marky Mark. So is this just going to be an hour and a half of us watching Mark jerk off, basically? Well, basically, Which that's what watch. the trailer was. Everyone <laughs> would watch tra- an hour and a half of Marky Mark. Why are you saying it like it's a negative off thing? Screen, giving sarcastic yeah, there's nothing wrong with a muscly Bostonian <laughs> just <laughs> grabbing his junk and... Yeah, too bad he's Boston. way past twink years. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who's actually going to go see Ted 2? Nope. Uh, no. I will. I really enjoyed Ted. Mm-hmm. It surprised me. I I really didn't like uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Mm. I thought that was garbage, stupid. I think if you're going to do a comedy western, Blazing Saddles is uh, the bar. Well, Hollywood just doesn't seem to learn <laughs> that, that, whole, that that comedic westerns. Don't Ted make was money. fifty yeah. million. I mean, how many comedic westerns are there? They don't make money. They don't. So you look at there you go. Yeah, yeah, there was that one that had yeah. a Salma Hayek and a, a Penelope Cruz, which yep. normally. I'd, I would watch those two ladies take a poo. I would not watch that poo of a movie that they made. <laughs> You've lost me now. I would watch some Hayek poo. Penelope, Penelope Cruz. 
I think I just stick to number ones. It. <laughs> well done. Well done. Okay, um, moving on from Ted Two. The weird uh, side note: I saw Seth MacFarlane sing jazz uh, a couple of weeks ago. Ah, he was yes, sort of promoting of Ted Two, but he was doing. He's number five on the people that I would like to do cocaine with list. <laughs> He was a uh, he was adorable because he was a little bit nervous on stage and he was doing those things things do when you're a little bit nervous. He kept doing up and undoing his jacket the whole time. His voice was really good. Um, it was fun. It was nice. Oh. I liked it. Cool. Congratulations, Seth MacFarlane. Jazz. Okay, next coming out is uh, a little indie film called The Overnight, which stars Adam Scott from Parks and Rec, Taylor Schilling from Orange Is the New Black, and Jason Schwartzman, whoever that guy is. <laughs> Um, and this is promoted as a sex comedy, which was uh, which debuted at uh, Sundance this year. It's directed by a guy called Patrick Bryce. Basically, the story is um, these parents, Adam Scott and Taylor Schilling, have just moved to LA. They meet the parents of their uh, kid, um, uh, their kid's friend, sorry, who is played by uh, Jason Schwartzman and an actress playing his wife. Oh, yeah, I saw a trailer. Yeah. And oh, there's they, an actress playing? Yeah, <laughs> an actress is playing Jason Schwartz's wife, and they invite Taylor Schilling and Adam Scott over for a play date, and they put the kids to bed, and essentially a, so like a sexual party, debaucherous night mm-hmm. ensues. Uh, I first heard about this film only a few days ago when Adam Scott, who produced the film, talked about wearing a prosthetic small penis while uh, Jason Schwartzman wore a prosthetic large penis because there's a nudity scene. Sounds they, like but, a convenient excuse. Yeah, so... Uh, it's just an evening in Town. Uh, watching the trailer, it looks like a crazy weird sort of indie film. I, I actually want to go and this see This looks it. like exactly the kind of film that when you're scanning through Netflix, you watch it and you're like, oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It like. yeah, yeah. It's and got that kind you of vibe. About it, but um, you, 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 that was a big sigh that you gave off Ryan as soon as you heard. Was it prosthetic penis? Actually, no, the word Adam Scott used was I prosthetic just, dong. I would just like them to show me the dick. I mean, it's so <laughs> common for women to be nude in films. And, and, and full nudity, front, back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's. I just want to see some goddamn dick. Have you seen it's Get Hard? Do you feel Did cheated you see Get Hard? prosthetic? Yeah, I absolutely feel cheated. Show me your junk. Yeah. Did you see like, Get Hard? No one saw Get Hard. I think <laughs> I'm the only one who saw Get Hard. There's that a full on. <laughs> the whole world just felt quiet. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Because there's a full on shot of a penis in that movie, and I but was full of appreciation. Penis? Whose penis? Is it real penis? It's the guy who is in Veep. It's his penis. You know the guy who plays like Buster the assist- from. It's like the assistant, the awkward it- guy, the bald. I don't know his no, name. Is he Buster, Buster from, from Arrested Development? Development? The bald guy. Yeah, I don't watch Arrested Development. But what? He, he's the mo- he has a get mustache. the fuck off this podcast. It's not my podcast. We go. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> yeah, no, we see his penis. It's quite large. And is it I, his you real realize penis? that this, I, I'm this sure is it's what not. It. I'm sure okay. it's not his real. But there's a full-on shot. It's very. It's a good thing. When you do get penis, you get prosthetic penis in films. Yeah. yeah why, um, why do we get how prosthetic, prosthetic penises? Vaginas. Do you dudes get? are pussies. No, but this is the thing. It's really well, tough. Pussies, Speaking as someone who's tried to... <laughs> so I'm all bad. for nudity in my films, but I'm with you. I'm like, yeah, if it calls for it, both, whenever. And I try... I've tried in England and I've tried in America to get guys to get fully naked. I got fully naked just, for you. You did. Uh, <laughs> Give me the photo. Greg's out. Uh, but unless they're insane. Like we have a picture guy. that we're uploading to the Geeks website. For they just They just won't do it. And everyone arrested. goes crazy. And your producers just look at you just like, what are you... What? And I'm no. like, yeah, like this girl's here naked. I want this guy to be naked too because that contextually makes sense. And, you know, why Why not? Um, um, and they just want people to just go flip you out. You and McGregor got naked in transporting. You got naked in everything. Happens. It happens. <laughs> it's, it's, 
But I just mean most. He's the anomaly. Just, uh, and here's the thing: is is that that talks about that's more of a broader conversation about you know institutionalized sexism in film. Like yeah. that that's like oh it's yeah. we expected that. Here's the thing: I used to be I used to do softcore films, and. HBO killed the softcore movie. I was watching Game of Thrones with my mom, which was super awkward. But uh, I was watching one of the sex scenes, and I was like, Mom, just so you know, of all the softcore films that I did, it was not as hardcore as what we're watching on HBO right now. Whoa. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, cool. yeah, and do you see any dude dong in a, in, on uh, Game of Thrones? No, but you see naked chicks. No, I have seen Basically some dongs on Game of Thrones, Thrones, but very few. Very few, yeah. Not compared you know, to the, crazy the guy in the street when she's walking Gosh. Spoiler alert! <laughs> There's a guy with a dog. Yeah, in the it's last episode. Going, yeah, no, you're right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to Wahlberg. cut you yeah, short. I think that he was, had no. a prosthetic penis in Boogie Nights, but yeah. that was oh, yeah. because well, that he was needed to have. But that a was yeah. Twelve inch. Yeah, but then dick. when you get yeah. someone who actually <laughs> uses their real penis, like Vincent Gallo in Brown Bunny, everyone goes crazy about it. Well, it's he like, just did that because he's got a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> Brown gets really upset about like, it. Dude, I mean, my cock's so big. But that, that was that film. Anyway, let's I'm move just on, disappointed that he took sex no, advice from Ron Jeremy. He should have gone like to Manuel Ferrara or Eric Everhart or one of the people that are actually like you know mm -hmm. got them skills. You guys watch Brazzers, you know what's up. All right, <laughs> well, we'll return to Cox, another podcast. But okay, arrested. So, jump, uh, jumping from Cox, we're going to a heart documentary. <laughs> I never thought I'd use that segue. Jumping from Cox, we're going to a heartfelt <laughs> documentary called Bat Kid Begins. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is a documentary that's coming out, which is about a boy that had leukemia. Um, and for his make-a-wish uh, wish, he, he wanted to become Batman. And essentially, the whole city of San Francisco got behind his wish and turned the city into Gotham City and let him live out a day as Batman's sidekick, like a little Bat Kid. Um, and... The documentary uh, follows that. Um, it's going to be amazing. People love this one. Yeah. But how the, can you the, not? That's the problem. With one of those setups, it could be awful. And yeah. People would still be I mean, amazing. the trailer <laughs> I watched today uh, with my wife, Bethany, and we're both holding back tears. And I said to her, do you want to go see that? She said, no, I'll cry for two hours. So it's the same wife that you have sex with often. We make love. Oh, you no. make oh, no sex. We make love. Um, Is there crying involved? Uh, only when I'm very sensitive. Dacrophilia. You when that's what it is. Aroused with the sight of tears. No, no, I don't get I aroused by the wow. tears. I get I I uh, I, I, knowledge. I, you've got that up. Yeah, I do. I always like my actresses to cry at some point. So. Okay. Uh, the next film. Is, uh, <laughs> but you don't have to do it in the corner. Okay, you can stay in bed. That's uncomfortable. Okay. Wait a minute. I cried in one of your films. <laughs> I don't think it. Tony Hale penis. Tony Hale naked returns nothing. I'm just disappointed. Tony Hale penis. Anyway, what else do we have? Moving Alex? on, we've got Max, which is a story about a dog that was uh, a U.S. Marine in Afghanistan. All right, keep going. I'm just, just yeah. keep going. Yeah, I think for future segments, what we should have with both the news and releases is like a yay or nay thing where we can just outvote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 or nay. Yeah. Dog nay. in Afghanistan. Nay, 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 nay. Comes back. Nay, nay, nay. Yeah, good. Nay, nay. Okay, the next one is uh, a little Australian film called The Little Death, which again is promoted as a sex comedy. I was going to uh, say, so the little death is French for le petit mort, isn't it? For the orgasm. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. So this uh, follows five different couples and suburban couples living in Sydney and how they try and reveal their fetishes to each other um, to spice up their sex lives. The trailer is very, very funny. I haven't seen it yet. It came out in Australia just uh, as I was leaving to move here to the US. It's produced, uh, it's written and directed by... Josh Lawson, who's an Australian actor who's done some uh, movies here in the States. Cool. Um, 
and it's got a friend of mine, TJ Power, uh, in it who it. who plays who plays. If you watch the t- if you watch the trailer, it, he plays a um, a deaf guy who calls a phone uh, phone sex hotline, but has to do it through Skype, so he can sign language to an interpreter who then can pass the messages on Hot. to the uh, person <laughs> on the other end of the line, which is very very funny and awkward. It looks like a great little film. It's going to have a limited release here in the states, so I would probably. You know, I'm a little Fly bit. To Australia I'm, I'm a little bit biased, but uh, I would probably recommend seeing that. It looks funny. Just waiting. Uh, name, next Dr. is a film <laughs> called Escobar: Paradise Lost, which stars Benicio del Toro, who for me is increasingly morphing into Jermaine Clement from the Flight of the Concords. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am very like uh, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy with Al the other week for the first time, and I. And uh, Benicio Del Toro came on screen, and I was like, "Oh, Jermaine!" <laughs> and it wasn't. He's gonna start singing. Yeah. So uh, this is a film with him that uh, debuted at the Toronto Film Festival last year. Did the festival circuit. Um, has had a sort of gradual worldwide worldwide release this year, um, and is coming out on Friday here in the US. It stars, yeah, him and Josh Hutchison, who's the the guy that is um, Jennifer Lawrence's chump in. Um, the Hunger Games, the one that is involved oh, yeah, with yeah. her. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. The little guy. Um, essentially, it follows... Petra? It follows... What's his name? Petra? I can say Nate to this one. Peter, isn't it? Peter. Something like that, I don't know. Petra. You think Peter. I watch that shit? Uh, I do. I'm going to say Nate to this one. Nate? Yeah. 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 No, I, 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 completely, I completely agree. Yeah. And, and here's a little review that I'll, that I'll share with you. Uh, everyone in the theater is thinking... Given that I paid good money to learn about the world's most frightening cocaine king, why am I watching a movie about the world's most stupid Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> so watch it. Your that sums it up. Yeah. Okay, Speaking well of retorted. Jermaine from Flight of Concords, the best movie that I saw last year may have been What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, is uh, that a vampire film? Yeah. It's so good. Oh, I want to see that so bad. I still haven't seen it. It looks mm. so funny. Mm. It's a delight. Nice. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so... How many more do we have? uh, Two more. Just a quick special mention. One is The Big Game, which stars Samuel L. Jackson as the president of the USA. I'm in. Um, This is why you will be in. He's in Air Force One. Air Force One gets attacked by terrorists. Uh It blows up. Oh, no. Don't don't tell me that. What does it happen? What happens then? It crashes into a forest in some snowy mountains. Oh, my God. There's snakes on the plane. You know who finds him? What? Who finds him? A little little hunter boy with a bow and arrow. Who else? Who says, you're in Finland. In in Finland? in Finland, yes. Oh my Finland. god! No, and then so the little hunter boy says, "Come with me, President of the United States." And and do they harvest? Do they gather mushrooms? How, how do they? What they, do they just what do they travel eat? around the forest while okay. the terrorists chase them. Okay. And then at one point, sure, the terrorists sure. catch them. And, oh god, and, no! What happens and, and Samuel then? Samuel Jackson is the president. Oh god, has a machine gun. Does he make an executive decision he to tries, use it? He tries to use it, but oh it doesn't god. work. And the terrorist grabs it and says, "You have to cock it." Who's is the Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a terrorist? <laughs> I wish it was, but it's not. <laughs> And then they put him in a fridge, and then oh God. and everything happens. They put happens. him in a fridge. Yeah, and then they throw him off in the little hunter boy. Do they nuke the fridge? Yeah, should I? That's the beginning of yeah, the episode. Do they nuke the fridge? I hope so. There's no snakes on the plane, <laughs> nor do they nuke the fridge. What is this film? Nay, exactly. moving on. Moving on. One last, one last little special mention It's a film that actually comes out on Saturday. It won the Grand Jury Prize at Sundance. It's called The Wolf Pack. It's a documentary about uh, five or six, six boys that were raised. Six. You know six. what that is? Six boys that were raised. Uh, um, 
in their apartment in Lower Manhattan and weren't allowed to leave and were homeschooled by their parents and were never allowed to leave. They maybe left the apartment once a year. Um, and essentially, it follows their story and how they would watch films and recreate their films, the films that they watched in their apartment until eventually, as they got older, they started to leave and experience the real world. It looks incredible. And Whoa. And I was homeschooled. Turned out fine. Where's your wolf oh. back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and your documentary. Yeah, never admit to being homeschooled, ever. <laughs> anyway, that, that the film, uh, yeah, grab a look at the trailer. It looks it does really look really good. It looks really, really interesting. That's cool. I thought the Kurt Cobain thing got the Sundance award. <laughs> like so stuck good. in, the, I don't know, Grand Jury mm. Award, but I guess not. What do you know? I haven't seen it. I need to double it's check on my facts, HBO yeah. Go. You can. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, so quickly moving on uh, to game releases. <laughs> uh, video games, as you will probably find out in the E3 special podcast, I am the most casual of gamers, the casualist. But gamer have you played you the hashtag. Kim Kardashian game? What? No, I haven't. I've seen that on iTunes. Uh, the app store. Like <laughs> it's the most casual of casual games. You yeah. want to talk about if you want to talk about casual gaming, making money. I mean, I'm talking about casual gaming in the sense that uh, you know I have things to do in my life and uh, making love to. My but more. here's the thing: is that the casual gamer <laughs> is the biggest gamer at this point. If you want to talk yeah. about what's driving the industry. Absolutely, and we're going to uh, touch on that in the E3 special. We're going to fill it up. So, uh, just to quickly uh, tell you about releases that first. are coming out. <laughs> Cosplay is not consent. That, uh, well, uh, I watched enough Game of Thrones. I've been oh, yeah. desensitized. Oh, yeah. I just touched the thing. Hey, no. if, they're, if they're 15, it's you fine. know, and some lord's daughter, they're just asking for it. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, quickly moving to what games are being released tomorrow. Um, as the casual today. game, but the first today. one uh, today. This sorry, is yes, this is going. Yeah, <laughs> today. This is recorded live. Uh, today, um, there is a game coming out called Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> it's a very little game. Is that what it's called? Back Batman Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. <laughs> Arkham Knight. <laughs> uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, it's coming out on all platforms. This was a uh, pretty big game, though, Al. I think you have to kind of help me on this section. This is, I, yeah, I want to get through this quickly, but this is Rocksteady's, um, who did the first two, um, Asylum and City. That they didn't amazing. do Origins. They kind of are now discounting that and they're calling this the final the, the part in their trilogy, which is literally middle finger to the third one. Um, and it's, yeah, it's going to be incredible. It yeah. is, if you like the others, this is that times 10. All the reviews coming through uh, saying it is better, the best, you know, one that there There you go. Uh, also coming out is Devil May Cry 4, special edition on all platforms. Al, what the hell is that? <laughs> Devil May Cry. It's hack and slash. It's not for me. But yeah, this is a remastered remake. Uh, well, not remake. It's just an up, up-resed version, essentially. <laughs> Typical. Uh, also coming out is Final Fantasy IX. Um, Wait. Which is only coming out on PlayStation and uh, PC. So it's digital PSN store. There you go. <laughs> You're looking. <laughs> just staring yeah, into I'm, my I'm eyes just staring. Yeah, I've, got, I've got nothing here, man. What else we got? Uh, we've also got Tales from the Borderlands Episode 3, a Telltale game. I love Telltale, Telltale games, although I haven't played this series. Have you? Alan? No, I haven't. This is one, the only one of theirs I haven't tried out, but people try out. Love it. I just, yeah, I, I just don't have time for that many Telltale games in my life. No worries. And finally, we've got Yoshi's Woolly World, which we, uh, well, Al and Katie tried at E3. I watched uh, very entertainingly. <laughs> As he normally does when Al and Katie are together. Yeah, I always watch them, whatever they're doing, especially if it's Woolly. 
Um, <laughs> Yoshi's Woolly World uh, controversially is coming out in Europe on Friday, Al. Yep. But not coming out to America. Until when? October. Fucking October. 16th. Well, that is so, a goddamn disgrace. So you Four Americans, months. you have to wait for your Yoshi. This is oh, pretty crazy, though, because yeah. it's coming to Australia first the day before on Thursday, uh, Europe on Friday, Ooh. then Japan early July. Why? America. I have no idea. No idea. Mm. It's his job. He should have done the research. So my research tells me... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. That's the only <laughs> games. And like I, also took a quick, well I also took a quick oh. look at uh, DVD releases this week. And I'd just like to give Wait, a special mention to... People watch DVDs? Uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. And sorry, digital. Mm-hmm. And Wait, digital. digitals. Okay, so, Are you serious? Yeah. This is a thing? This is... Uh, yep, this is Get one. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? What is it? What is it? So I just, yeah, just to give a quick mention of what's coming out on DVD. I had a quick... There was a big long list. And uh, the pick uh-huh. of the bunch is a TV movie called Teen Beach Movie 2. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and if DVD, phys- if physical media scares you, you can download that for free. You can download so Teenage Movie 2. Trust me, the first one is better. Also, if you're in the UK, <laughs> if you're in the UK this week, you can go in and buy and you can download It Follows and Kumiko the Treasure Hunter. Do get both of them because they're fucking fantastic. Both of those films are incredible. I really want to watch It Follows, but I get really scared in horror movies. Will, will you it's guys hold scary. my hands? Yes, and it's not scary. Okay, you have to understand, I, I got scared. scared at... Um, there's a Halloween episode of MacGyver that really freaked me out. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little scarier <laughs> than MacGyver? that. You watch MacGyver? You scared of a MacGyver episode? He's I like can't finding his way out of scares, a, To be fair, uh, there's a lot about mansion. MacGyver that's quite scary. So well, no, there was the thing. It was like this... like. Quasimodo type character was living inside of a house and spying on people. It was really intense, okay? I'll use this paperclip and this bubble gum and I'll kill Quasimodo. Uh, yeah, it, it follows as 5% scarier than that. Um, so normally we're going to do box office predictions, but we've run off to on too long with that stuff. Um, and it's pretty obvious Jurassic World's probably going to win out again this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does anyone think Pixar's going to come through? <laughs> <laughs> I, that Pixar movie just... Everyone says it's so good, but I just I don't believe it. I've I have seen no the enthusiasm for that. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, I have no enthusiasm for feelings and what people feel and feel. Yeah, feelings are <laughs> Say stupid. Say the word again. Um, feelings. So what do you yeah, think? feelings you think, suck. You think Chris Chris <laughs> Pat will continue to rain? <laughs> oh, Pratt can rain on me all day long. I want Fat Pratt back. Yeah, I love Fat Pratt. He's a little he's a little fat stockier. In, I mean, he's muscle muscly stocky, but he's stockier fat in Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fat mm. He's someone you can feed. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. date some dude that's like, yeah, I'm eating 4,000 calories of grilled chicken. Like, just, I don't care how hot your body is. Like, I want someone I can... I, I talk about. I think, Pratt, you're, I think you're every eat man's the ribs, dream right Pratt. now, right? Pratt, I think you're every man's strudel. dream. It's just, well, okay. So you you got to split the difference, but I just... I mean, he's, uh, Pratt I'm is every it. man's dream. Is, is that what you're saying? What? No, he, I said yeah. Brian Keeley is every man's dream. <laughs> Pratt yeah, until me. they get to know me, and then they run away. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I thought that's what I wanted. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so now we're going to go to... So every week, we're going to support something independent. Um, Yay! And sometimes we'll open it up to the floor and we'll let people can tweet in. They can email us in. Where can they do that, Alex? Oh, they can do that at Tessellate. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> they can email us at wearetessellate uh, outlook.com uh, at the moment until our website is up in July. They can just tweet at us uh, at wearetessellate probably the easiest way just tell us what you want us to talk about and we won't do that if we don't want to do it but if we do we, we will if they're good it. suggestions we'll take them under consideration if not i'm sorry you're bad at life yep well i'm well I'm, you can't unfollow people on twitter can you we're stuck yeah, you with, can. We're sure. stuck with you. absolutely well, you can but not if they're following you we'll block you we'll just block you uh but <laughs> i guess today you, you don't want to block them you want to <laughs> s- hope hopefully educate them educate oh. um it's a teachable moment 
<laughs> on Twitter by Twitter. <laughs> I had a teachable Good moment luck. by a Twitter uh, this week about Magic the Gathering. As a matter of fact. Oh really? Yeah. So. Yeah, educating. I was edu- last week. I, th- I okay. I think this girl is trying to sleep with me. I'm not sure. <laughs> But she did say that she wanted to come over to my house and play Magic the Gathering, which is nah. generally a good sign that... I was like, that's not real, because she's hot and blonde. Platonic. I get all those magic problems on Twitter all the time. And uh, <laughs> she came into my house, and she she took her... her you let... You, she came around? Yeah. And I was teaching her to play Magic, because she took her top off. How old is she? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit younger than I am. Um, and beautiful blonde and uh she was in my so actually i made her put her, my bra back her bra back on because hang on s- wait a second she came to your house then she took did you tell her the only way to play magic the gathering was if she takes <laughs> no, the top off no she did it on her own and then she took her she took her top off and then she took her bra off and i made her put her bra back on because my stepsister was sleeping on the couch because she was in town for e3 and yeah it's I'm, she, so, I'm perplexed about this sorry yeah, fantasy life <laughs> sorry Nate, can you put your top back on right now <laughs> She just walked in. Okay. Well, she just walked in and took <laughs> yes. it up. I guess. Yeah. So I took a it was picture. Like put your so I, if you go to if Hang you go on. to my my Twitter or right. Instagram, it's Ryan Keeley on Twitter. Ryan underscore Keeley on Instagram. You'll see a picture of a beautiful blonde with playing a top magic. Take with her. Yeah, she's in a bra. You know, at my house. There's no nipples. You know, because you have you have a nipple picture though. In my mind. <laughs> but this one woman. Let me see if I can find this thing. Uh tweeted at me she got all mad about this and um i decided to take a teachable moment because she said she was dissing on me for like she's like what are you gonna do about the gender bias and magic gathering by posting pictures like this Uh, and i was like damn it now i'm looking can we just so you know, Ryan's scanning for a Twitter right now. For I people listening and thinking a mental about. breakdown. That's the picture. Okay. Let me see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let me look Yeah, at she again. came over to my house, <laughs> took her top off, and was like, I want to learn how to play Magic the Gathering. This is Ryan's house, by the way. His comic books. Are really <laughs> so this commenter uh, commented at me. Those are not I want to sleep with you eyes, by the way, at all. They're just like, we just want to be friends. She, so I tweeted this whole like, picture of this hot girl planet. She's like, because this is helping us under, overcome gender bias and magic, smack my head. And so I responded to this. Like, I, I enjoy the game and actively recruit and train female players. It's not a political statement. And then she, like, continued to get sassier and sassy with me. Twitter. So, intent, so she finally quit following when I pointed out that, you know, she was not being a good feminist. One of my other followers was like, you know, what are you going to do? Judge a girl for what she's wearing? Blah, blah, blah. And... Um, Good point. So it's amazing your that your Twitter- followers talk about what you do. So <laughs> basically, I just really want to tell that story about how a girl came over to my house to learn to play magic and take her top off. But you found you found your in. But you just been when people uh, give you bad suggestions on Twitter, just teachable moments. Teachable you know, take moments. your time yeah. to really just explain you know why they're making you know. That was bad a long way around for that message. But, I but like guys, so is that the indie thing house. we're going to support this week? We're going to support. Um, no, Magic the Gathering is not independent, rounds. and they do not need your support. Um, normally, at this point, I would talk about the independent comic books that I'm reading right now. But right now, the independent comic books I'm reading, I cannot discuss because I am judging them for the Geeky Awards. The Geeky Awards are a brand new, um, brand new award show and it's for independent geek culture they're in their third year now i've judged every single year and uh they give out awards for art comic books graphic novels fashion lifestyle crafts music videos podcasts short films tablets and games 
trailers, videos, video games, web series, scripted and unscripted, and websites and blogs, all of independent geek culture. Mm. And so if you want to learn about what is cool, what is fun and geek, because everyone is talking about Marvel, everyone is talking about DC, everyone is talking about these big video game releases, but if you want to see what the, the, the true creative minds, the independents are doing, the Geeky Awards is a great place to start. Um, and I'm really excited because I'm reading about, I have, in the next three weeks, I'll be reading 93 independent comic books Jesus. and finding the best of what submitted, um, best of what submitted. And because if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously involved in the geek culture. Think about what you're doing and think about submitting next year. It's super cheap and it's a great way to get your work out to a amazing panel of judges who can know who you are and know what you're up to. And like, you know, as I listed the categories before, it's pretty broad. Also, if you were at E3 and you did not get a chance to go to the Indicate booth, I'm sorry. That's always been my favorite part of E3. But keep in mind, if you are in Los Angeles, in the Los Angeles area, Indicate, which is a celebration of independent gaming and independent game development, a lot of these games are developed by schools. They're developed by very, very independent developers. The only way that they show these games is through Indicate. They take current technologies and repurpose them, reprogram, and recreate in ways that are unimaginable until you go play. That's also in October with the Geeky Awards. So those are two really fun, bigger organizations in independent geek culture that can get you off of the normal superhero track that seems to be dominating the geek culture conversation. Um, where can we find out about the, the Geek Awards then? Go to uh, just Google the Geeky Awards uh, or just Google Indiecade and you can find anything that you want. You'll be directed to the websites. Hey, Google Chrome, man. They figured shit out. It's really easy to find <laughs> stuff. Do not go to Bing unless you want to see boobs. Um, Bing for boobs. <laughs> you know, I should take over their marketing. Um, another fun thing that I want to talk about is, again, this is for the people that are in the Los Angeles area. I found the coolest free thing to do in L.A. What's that? It's, it's, cr- it's go on Twitter and get blonde girls to come around your house and take their tops off. It, t- it, t- it takes a... I didn't go on to Twitter <laughs> to pick her up, okay? I've got more moves than picking up chicks on Twitter. Tell us, tell us. What's the most uh, the best thing to do in LA? Um, Royce's Arcade Warehouse is in Chatsworth. It's a 25, 30-minute drive outside a lot, you know, downtown LA or, or LA proper. And every Saturday from 9 to 4... They have a warehouse full of vintage arcade games. You can just go and play for free. They have time crisis. I mean, <laughs> do they have time crisis? Every it rotates every week because crisis. the way that they work is that so every Saturday they have this free open to the public. Go play all the vintage games that you want to play for free. So, but the rest of the time they run a service where for a hundred bucks a month they take a vintage game cabinet and bring it to your house if you live in the LA area. Such so as like time Netflix crisis. That's for crazy. Cabinet games, and so they do that so you can go and play the games at the arcade and travel by. And oh, and every month they'll swap it out. It is Netflix for cabinet arcade games delivered to your house. What's it called? Royce's <laughs> Arcade Royce's. Warehouse. Royce's Arcade Warehouse. That's going if you're just listening to this, Alex is getting up from the table and walking away right now. <laughs> I got a hundred bucks. I'm gonna get an arcade. Cool. Um, that sounds cool. I want to check that out. Awesome. That sounds great. Every Saturday. So sad we have to punctuate the podcast now because as we've uh, as we're doing this, it just came through a few minutes ago that uh, composer James Horner just died uh, in a plane crash. Um, if you don't know who James Horner is, he uh, yeah did Blade Runner, American Tale, uh, Titanic. A plane crash? Yeah. Private uh, plane. Land before time. I don't know. That's all I can see. I at would the assume moment. so. Yeah. Um, why are why storm? Have private plane. Beautiful man. mind. So many sort of powerful people die in private planes. It's yeah, yeah. So that's very those sad. Things. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Okay, great. 
So that's what I have to say about independent geek culture in Los Angeles. Very good. And it also awesome. around the world. Well, thank you, thank Ryan you. Keely. Yeah, Sorry to finish the segment off with some sad news, but yeah, just gotta bring it down. You gotta piss on my parade. <laughs> I was just so excited about the arcade. There's too much excitement. Yeah, yeah. That's just bring it, bring it down. Temporary. No, that's sad. Uh, well, that's about all the time that we have time for, and probably everyone else has time for, because we're hitting one I'm hour out of beer. twenty. You're out of beer. <laughs> You're getting <laughs> angry. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, if you liked anything we're doing, please hit the subscribe button. Helps us out. Uh, you can tell us that you love us. You can tell us that you hate us. You can hit us up on uh, Twitter at We Are Tessellate, uh, on Instagram, We Are Tessellate, YouTube. Um, actually, I don't know what URL is on YouTube. I think we have to get some amount of subscribers first before we can dictate that. So, Subscribe. But if you just Google We Are Tessellate YouTube, you'll find our stuff. You'll get the video content from this and other stuff. Um, so, yeah, we're a production company, uh, international one, we're working out of Los Angeles, uh, uh, London, and Tokyo. We make movies and we do this stuff for fun because at the moment it's fun. Is it fun? Everyone have fun? Yeah. Having a good time, Al. Good. I'm out of beer and I haven't had a foot rub, but I had pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and Nate and I had Greg. Greg. Not tonight. Um, I'm going to test late all over a slice of Greg. Oh, right Jesus now. Christ. Uh, so in July, please head over to weirdtestlate.com. We'll let you know when that's up and running. For now, you can head over to moviemurmurs.com. You can read our reviews, you can listen to the podcast, and yeah, it'll be up on iTunes. Um, and yeah, like I said, over on YouTube. Uh, what else we got? You can email us, uh, blah, 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 done all that. So, personal stuff, you can shout at me on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Al White. I'm Mr. Al White and anything. You want to listen to my music, see my films, just go to MrAlWhite.com, Mr. Al White on Instagram, all that shit. Alex. You can follow me at, at Alexander Chard on Twitter and enjoy my rare, rare tweets. Yeah, pretty vacant. Can they flirt with you on Twitter? <laughs> <clears throat> absolutely flirt uh, add me whatever oh, mm-hmm. I may occasionally write back you can ask science questions to Nate Hertz at www.ghzfilms.com my website no longer looks like a hot topic outlet store by the way <laughs> that's I, I a poor life choice it. so you know check it out what about Twitter Twitter is uh, at uh, something or other. I can't remember. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan Hurts. Hurts. Nathan Hurts. Hurts. You don't yeah. even know. Why you does it no longer look didn't. like a, a Hot Topic outlet store? Like the 90s are back, man. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, I have like a meeting with someone. So I'm like, uh, don't do that. shouldn't look like a teenager. Don't do that. No meetings. Okay. And if you want to glare inquisitively by the medium of 140 characters, Ryan Keeley, you can hit her up at... Ryan Keeley on Twitter. Ryan underscore Keeley. Some goddamn kid bit me to the Instagram. Uh, but I'm there. Um, I'm usually pretty cranky. I usually shower. Um, not always. Though. Not often. Though. Not always. I showered today. I shouldn't wash my hair. If you had luscious locks like this, you wouldn't want to deal with the process. So do you find, uh, I mean, are you one of those people? Because some people, uh, you know, wash the night before because then when you wake up, the oils overnight naturally saturate your hair and make it, you know, more cap- capable. You think mind. more about <laughs> hair than I think about hair. I'm just asking questions. Um, <laughs> I'm here to learn. You want to educate people, right? Sex is fun. Do it with people you like. Uh, pizza is delicious. And we'll figure it out when we're sober and the house is clean. And we're out. Thank I'm you. Just, Good night. I'm just asking questions. I love that. I'm just, I'm just asking questions. So every week we're going to finish up with a song. Uh, something independent, something that you've written or one of your friends has written that you just want us to shine a spotlight on. Uh, we'll give a shout out to your band. We'll give a shout out to your website link or where people can pick up your music for free or to purchase. Um, so just tweet at us at WeAreTestLate with a link um, and give us an email, WeAreTestLate at Outlook.com, which is our temporary email address until the website's up in July. 
since this is our first week, we're going to actually use something from our own roster. This is from my own band, Ghostlight. Um, you can check us out, uh, ghostlightaband.com, or you can link easily to all of my stuff, mrowlwhite.com. Um, and this track is called Silent Novels. I just want to know everything about you. Which colors you see when you close your eyes? And how do you breathe when you are sleeping? And what do you say when you're out of words? Out of tiny signs when you're all feeling awkward. What look do you give when you are hurt? And do you let love completely possess you? Are you ever? Just give me something, please I'm open for you to read Oh, like a heartbeat Or a siren over I just need something, please That you can give that secret about you Just give me something, please I'm open for you to read Oh, like a heartbeat Or a silent novel I just need something, please That you can give that secret about you And would you See 